Hey, this is Brittany and... Uh, hi, this is Bia... Hi, this is Brittany and... Wow, talk about an identity crisis. For those of you who are new to this podcast, it has been on hiatus since July 8th of 2021. If you're doing the math, which I am too, that is just under a year of us being shut down. Now, I have a lot to share with you guys about what I've been doing for this past year and what has been going on in my life, but one of those things is I went through a divorce. Welcome to Tear Out the Tags, the podcast brought to you by Embolden Label, a space where you will learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Your life is increasingly defined by simple words that are meant to categorize you. These words are turned into hashtags, making you feel stuck with a limited definition of what you can be in this world. Tags, though helpful online, are ineffective at fully describing how individual and extraordinary you are. I'm your host, B. Evans, here to take you on a journey to live emboldened within yourself and embolden others along the way. Let's get started. God, you have no idea how hard that is for me to say. Um, it's harder because this isn't my first divorce. Unfortunately, it is my second divorce. Now, I like to think that I'm fairly young to be going through not one, but two divorces. I was married at a very young age. I was 23 and had two kids, and I was divorced from my first husband within five years of getting married. So at 28 years old, I was navigating single parenting and a world that I could have never planned for. In fact, it took years for me to adjust to the lifestyle and the changes and sort of the dissolved dream of the life and family that I had planned for myself. You know, the interesting thing that happens when life doesn't go as planned is we are really open and susceptible to picking up negatives from other people. I remember being so affected by judgment at that time. I felt like everyone saw my family as broken, like there was an empty role in our household for a man to come in and fill. I felt like I wasn't strong enough to do it on my own. And this perceived failure within me left me to incessantly tag myself with negatives, like I had done something to deserve everything that meant anything to me falling apart completely at the seams. Now, at the time, I felt like I was completely alone. I did not grow up in a divorced family. I really had not known very many people who had been through divorces. And those of my friends that had been divorced had very different circumstances than I did. I was coming out of a relationship that left me very depleted of any self-worth. So I would say from top to bottom, the relationship was entirely toxic. Um, I would describe it as an abusive situation. And I can also look back and see how the other person leaving the marriage would feel the same way. And I think that takes a lot of healing and perspective to get to a point where you can look at a situation and say, we were terrible for each other. And I would say we didn't know each other. And the reason I would say we didn't know each other is because I truly believe, at least for myself, that I didn't truly and deeply know myself. I was so busy trying to be pleasing to others and trying to really just fit into this world of adulthood and 
being a new mom and all of the things that came with that, that I didn't have time to consider what might be missing. Now, I recently had this thought that I grew up in a household with two very strong parents. In fact, I often refer to it as the leave it to beaver childhood. Now, it's interesting to grow up in a family life where you have two loving parents that are both hardworking. There wasn't fighting or conflict in the household, at least that we were aware of. And I didn't know that there was anything different from that because that's really all that you see from the inside when you're living in it. So my mom and dad have a really amazing love story. My mom was 14 and she used to watch my dad play basketball across the street when he was 16. Um, They started dating in high school. They got married when they were 17 and 19, moved to another small town near the one that they grew up in, and then they started having children a couple of years later. I have one older brother, and then I was born just a few months before my mom's 23rd birthday. So I had very young parents, and when I was just a baby, my dad was laid off from his job due to the huge recession that hit the oil and gas industry. So with two small children and virtually no income, my mom and dad decided to start their own business and they worked their buns off to create this amazing life where they built a successful business. They raised two kids at a very young age, um, as I see it now, and we just had a really great family life. So I have to look at myself and say, when I was about 18, I was ready to find a husband. Like I was on a mission, let's call it a manhunt, to find a husband. And what I missed was this idea that you have to actually find a partner. Now that might sound ridiculous to you, um, but I have a lot of friends, and there's a lot of you listening, who are going through a divorce right now or who are in a situation where you feel like you've grown apart from your partner. Um, Perhaps you've been together so long, you have tagged each other back and forth and hurt each other over the years, and those hurts feel like they're impossible to get past. Now, the reason I'm talking about this in today's episode is because I wanted to come on here today and just share some of my heart with you, and I wanted to give you a bit of an explanation into my second marriage and second divorce. You guys, when I came out of my first marriage, I was like a shell of a person who had so many negative beliefs stacked inside of me, I had virtually no self-worth. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't like myself. I didn't know who I was. I, um, at the time and in the relationship, didn't feel like I could have friends or relationships with other people. So I felt like my support system was um, small and I was craving connection with other people. I was craving building relationships and meeting people and hearing people's story. And as I did that, I went through my own healing and I started to really focus on who I was to my core. And it was a really beautiful time in my life. In fact, I often refer to it as a mountain climb. Like I was standing in this dark valley and I was standing in front of this 14,000 foot mountain that I had to hike straight uphill. 
Now, I live in Colorado, and we're known for our 14,000-feet mountains. I think foot mountains, feet mountains. I think I've said that wrong. But um, regardless, you can hike and climb these 14,000-foot mountains. Some are easier. Some are harder. Some are deadly and dangerous. Um, But there's like 53. I should know this. But there are a ton of these 14ers is what we refer to them as in Colorado. So right before I went through my first divorce, I actually climbed my first 14er. And that is the greatest metaphor that I can think of for what it's like when you go through a major life hardship. You are literally standing in what feels like complete emptiness. And you know you want to reach the top of the mountain that's in front of you, but you have no idea how you're going to get there. And you have no idea what's waiting for you at the top. Now, I tell the story a lot about that climb and about how there are days where your feet get swept out from under you and you sort of struggle to keep your footing and you slide down the mountain and you feel like you kind of restart um, that part of your journey. And then there are false summits. There are times where you think you're getting close to the top and then you reach over the top of one of the, the you know, trailheads that you're on and you see that you have a lot more mountain to climb. Um, that for me was one of the most frustrating parts is wanting to get to this place of healing and really understanding myself and this full identity. And then I would be like, oh, just kidding. I have a long way to go. Right. And the truth is we all have a long way to go. If you're listening today, you can relate because we are always in a state of growth and motion and we are always being challenged to learn just a little bit more about life, about ourselves, about relationships and a number of other things. So I remember the time where I feel like I metaphorically reached the top of that mountain and it felt free and resilient and I felt brave and accomplished and I had done it on my own. I had learned how to do life as a single mom, you know, by myself So at the top of that mountain were all these beautiful things and all of this achievement that I had earned. And I remember thinking, I had just climbed this switchback trail up the side of this mountain and all of these amazing people had come alongside me during that climb. All of these people that I had met that had been through a divorce or that had been through grief or hardship. And I had made the most amazing relationships. I really truly was at such an amazing place in my life. And I remember thinking, I had two ways down this mountain. Now, remember, this is a metaphor, although when you climb a 14er, it's actually quite similar to this. So you can close your eyes and imagine being at the top of the Rocky Mountains with me here. But I remember thinking, okay, the other side of this mountain is a sheer cliff edge, and it's dangerous, and it's going to require me to either jump and have a bit of a free fall and take a risk and do some things that make me wildly uncomfortable. Or I can turn back to where I came from and I can sort of head down the mountain and hope that the valley that I came from looks a little bit different than it did when I began. Um, I wish I could tell you guys that I leaped off the edge of that cliff and chased my dreams and started this podcast and started writing a book and doing all the things um, that I wanted to do. But I didn't. I turned around and I started down that switchback trail and I climbed safely back down to, you know, the parking lot that I had begun in. And the thing is, I talk about labels. So if you're listening to this show and you're new to this show, 
I talk about how we collect labels through life, how we are influenced through relationship, and we sort of go through this exchange of how we define and describe each other, and how a lot of those labels either stick or we actually go looking for them and we collect them. Now, I hate to say this, but I am definitely wired as someone who, I should say I was wired as someone who would almost pick up labels off the side of the road, like tr- like someone collecting trash off the side of the road. So things that didn't even remotely belong to me, I would pick up and attach to myself as if it was my duty to be the burden, um, which sounds really harsh when I say it out loud. But the very truth of the matter is I had a relationship in my younger adult life that really taught me that I was not worth anything, that I had very little value, if any, that everything I did was wrong, that I physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and any other thing I can think of um, wasn't like, it just wasn't good enough. And I know that so many of you listening today have been through similar relationships with people in your life. And for many of us, we carry around this like weight, this feeling like we just aren't enough. And so I took that not enoughness, which I realize is not a word, and I decided that I would be this human trash can and I would be like a target for other people's crap. And that, as you can imagine, did not serve me. It did not lead me into good situations. And... um. There was just all this brokenness that I was carrying around and really this misinformed vocabulary and identity. And unfortunately, I walked down that trail to that parking lot and I felt like I could take those risks and jump off that cliff edge if I only had a husband. So there I was. I was right back in that same exact parking lot, the one I just described to you as we started this podcast episode. I believed that my success lied in the arms of a man, that if I was going to be successful, then surely I would have a strong, guiding, and amazing husband by my side. And I forced that until I found a great guy to get remarried to. Unfortunately, that's exactly what I did. I forced it. And we were no more aligned for each other in marriage than I was the first time. And I have a lot of regrets about that. The reason I'm sharing this with you today is because we actually are wired to repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again until we find and seek healing that can deliver us into different places that allow us to make better decisions for ourselves. But a lot of those better decisions come from learning to value who we are and see ourselves through a lens that we don't own the glasses for. Now, you may not be able to relate to my story in going through a marriage that didn't work out and then going through a divorce and really quite literally having to change your identity because your last name is changing like mine just has. But you are likely going through something else that is causing you to look at yourself or maybe your partner, maybe your coworkers or your parents, could be your children, your siblings, your neighbors, many other people 
that are either frustrating you to the point where you're like, I can't do this anymore. And I don't know if I can tolerate a relationship with this person anymore. Or they're causing you to look at yourself. They're telling you things that are making you go, hmm, maybe I need to think about what's being said to me and whether or not it's true and how I define how I'm being critiqued or criticized. Now, labels are an interesting thing. There's a ton of depth that we're going to dive into. So what I want to do today is I wanted to come here and say hello again. I wanted to tell you that my name is B. Andreen, and I will get further into the name piece in future episodes. And one of the things that frustrates me the most about this world we're living in today is that it is becoming more and more difficult to have open-minded and thoughtful communication and conversations with each other. It is harder to find community where we can be us and be real and also be known and understood and accepted. And it is becoming easier and easier to make assumptions, to judge others, and to tag every part of our lives, of our relationships, and everything else surrounding us with these templated labels that really don't explain who we are. So I need your help. The way this podcast is going to go from now on is going to change and grow and flower and adapt because that's really who I am as a person. So everything that will happen from today forward on this podcast is not going to follow a rule per se. It is going to be a discovery. And I need all of you when it comes to this. Now, I realize you're listening to a podcast, you're driving in your car, you might be hanging out with your kids at the park, you might be trying to fall asleep to my soothing voice, that's that's sarcasm, and you might be going, listen, I'm just doing this because I'm filling time in my day. I don't want to actually do anything. Listen, that's totally okay with me. You can be that person who just needs to listen from an outside perspective and get some messaging. And if you enjoy the podcast, you're always welcome here. But if you're that person who is seeking conversation, who is seeking pulling apart words and labels and defining them and trying to figure out how those things are affecting you in your life. We are going to develop a community around this content. If you are a business owner and you make money doing the thing you love doing, but there are these blocks that you have, this way that you think about yourself or these limitations that you believe you have that are blocking you from future success, you may want to join in on this conversation and see what labels there are that are standing in between you and the dreams of you, what you have for your business. So for this episode, if you are interested and you work a very unique job that most people are surprised by or that people want to know more about or they discount you in what you do for a living because maybe you work somewhere that has a bad, um, like a bad reputation, like say you work at the DMV, but you actually love it. I want to hear from you. I would love for you to email me at b at emboldenlabel.com. That's E-M-B-L-D-N label.com. And I would also love to hear from you if you are someone who, based on looking at you, I would not be able to guess that you have been through the things that you've been through in your life. So if you have a story 
that you would like to share anonymously without your name attached at all to your story and be able to share completely vulnerably and openly on this podcast, I would love to hear from you. We are going to highlight some amazing stories from people just like you, people that are already part of our community and audience, and we are going to learn how those labels have attached to you, whether or not you've been able to remove those labels and move past them or overcome them, and how they still are popping up and scratching and itching and irritating you in your life. Now to end cap our episode today, I want you to remember that a tag is simply an identifier. And if you think of it as such, any label that anyone places on you is simply a descriptor of who they believe you are. So we have the ability to change that narrative at any point as we discover who we are in our identity under the values that we believe are best for ourselves. I can't wait to get restarted on this podcast with you. I thank you for joining me back, for hanging on with us as we go through this last year of transition. And for those of you who have been praying for me, cheering for me, checking on me, and just aware of what I've been going through, a personal thanks as well. See you next time.